0: I'm Noah, and I'm Ben, and you're listening to Product Journey. Hey Ben, good to
1: hear from you again. Hey Noah, um, same. So, uh,
0: how's your week been? Um, It has been pretty good. Um, Let's see, I was thinking, this was kind of funny. This just happened to me this morning. This isn't uh, my whole week, but this (laughs) is. (laughs) <laughs> kind of a funny story that happened this morning so you know i'm trying to network and and get to meet different entrepreneurs in the area and so i met this guy and he was like really nice and like talkative and he's like he was an entrepreneur and i was like oh, okay and then he's like hey we should get coffee sometime and just like talk more or something uh-huh. i was like okay sure yeah it's like okay that sounds good like i'm trying to meet new people network with some other entrepreneurs and stuff and so I meet him at a coffee shop this morning and like it starts out like it started out great. It was like, okay, um, you know, I'm trying to be interested, hear about his story. He asking me lots of questions about me. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of started to get weird and <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what he was talking about, but he was talking about the brothers. And there's <laughs> these brothers <laughs> are it sound, he said like they were entrepreneurs that had like had the mind of success and had like kind of made it or something. And basically he uh-huh. was trying to learn from them and like he wanted, he said he wanted to know if I wanted to. And I was like, it was just so vague. I was just like, what, what is this? And then, <laughs> and then he said that I needed to, okay, like if I wanted to, you know, meet them and start this thing, um, I needed to read this book. And so he showed me this book and he's like, so how long he said, it's a really short book. You know, it's, it's like 150 pages, you know, a junior higher level and, um, really easy read. Like how long do you think you could read this? And I'm like, I was already starting to feel a little weird <laughs> about this situation. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even know if I want to. And, <laughs> and like, he, he kind of, he said like we could meet again to talk about it. Almost like he was trying to mentor me or something, but, I don't know. And then, <laughs> and so then I was like, so I was just like, uh, probably two weeks. Cause I, you know, I got other things going on. Yeah. I'm trying to do, you know, I have a family and stuff. And then he was like, well, I feel like you're not really serious about this entrepreneur thing. If it's going to take you two weeks to, uh- to read this. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point I was like, okay, something <laughs> is up here. Like I thought we were just, you're trying to help. I thought this is like something like just you know entrepreneurs <laughs> learning by each other and so then he said that we probably shouldn't meet keep meet again and so like i'm really not sure what this was but oh, i have a feeling man. that the brothers are doing <laughs> some kind of pyramid scheme um and i don't think i want to be involved in that <laughs> that's <laughs> well yeah <laughs> like that have you ever heard of those things i have
1: never heard of that and it sounds super weird (laughs) you
0: haven't so you haven't heard of a pyramid
1: scheme oh yeah i have i've heard of a pyramid scheme and all of the brothers i've just (laughs) (laughs) at this point i'm just glad you made it out alive
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks yeah that could have been close uh (sighs) yeah it was strange and i i just don't know what it was going on um but yeah i made it out alive and it was an interesting experience um yeah i guess sometimes (laughs) when you're you know just trying to network and just like care about somebody you got to be careful about that that maybe they're trying to sell you on something or i don't even know what he was trying to sell me on but yeah
1: anyway i guess you're just not serious about this whole thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean I, i i did try to tell him like i am trying to like play it in the long game like i'm I'm trying to do this for the long term and there are other priorities in my life like i can't just yeah, throw away my family though. and work and everything um so oh, yeah that was that was part of my week <laughs> sounds like a highlight <laughs> <laughs> or a low light yeah <laughs> did you uh, have any uh highlights of your week um
1: well i had a low light <laughs> um my car basically decided to go up in flames (laughs) oh no and it's i'm kind of jinxed apparently this year so my my vacuum cleaner died the microwave the microwave broke down (laughs) and now the car and it it literally started this month oh man it's a bad month yeah and it already already got the car towed because it wouldn't like you couldn't drive anymore and it's probably going to really so it's like really dead. yeah it's probably going to be really expensive how be- old is the car i was like 10 years plus but now oh, the, wow. now the motor broke down and they have to replace stuff inside the
0: motor so yeah that's no fun <laughs> yeah oh man yeah car stuff is the worst because cars just they always have problems and it's kind of like they always are u- losing value and so they're just kind of annoying to have to deal with because you just kind of want to get from a to b yeah um so yeah they
1: basically lose value as soon as you bought them but um yeah
0: <laughs> right as you drive up the lot right
1: <laughs> anyway <laughs> um i also managed some some progress with playgroup <laughs> um I, nice what was that progress i remember talking to you about how i wanted to clarify the selling points and try to get try to get some copy done and I actually yeah. actually um, made some progress there. Didn't really manage to get the site online yet, but I have a landing page and um, got a pricing page. And I'm kind of still working on a comparison to Slack page, like where it literally just lists um, Playgroup versus Slack details. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I think it's pretty hard. <laughs> um, there are some obvious points, but it's hard to like. Find points that are very obvious and very like where, where customers potential customers could really go like oh yeah now i see how this is superior because i feel like still that i don't want to necessarily get people to choose between playgroup or slack like they could also just complement slack with with something like playgroup like have a central knowledge base for longer form updates or discussions
0: mm-hmm yeah, that's true because I've been using Playgroup with you a little bit and there is a little bit of difference there where it is a little more, a little more long-term, could be kind of used for documentation. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, Do you, it's almost like do you have to choose on that? Um, I, Obviously, people can use it differently and stuff, but in some ways I feel like that could also muddy up your cell a little bit on your like landing pages and stuff like people are just maybe confused how to use it or what it's trying to be so in some ways like if you could clear that up actually i think this is where like if you can understand almost it's like you have to choose <laughs> i i guess there's different ways um d- people have different opinions about this obviously but it's like either you could choose and be like, okay, I'm gonna go for this target market, this segment that's gonna use it in this way, and then I'm going to sell to that. Um and I'm gonna tell them use playgroup in this way. Um and I've and I've heard um I guess a lot of entrepreneurs um try that. Like, they go for that um because it, it just makes it more of a clear picture for people visiting the site yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of examples. Um, like I feel like ConvertKit, I think I've heard like they've, they kind of started out with that where it was, you know, kind of for creators or it was for like authors and stuff like that. And they would yeah. try to point to a specific target um, just like who it's for. Um, but I guess this is even a little different than that. Cause it's almost like it's how they're going to use it. Um, which really the same kind of people could use it in different ways which is what makes it tricky
1: yeah that's right um i don't know like i feel that i pretty much have decided to try and not just like target specific specifically people who want to replace like or just focus on one of those groups i actually think it would be worth to maybe even just mention on the on the landing page that it could also be used by teachers and then have some strong examples well, I obviously need to find teachers <laughs> and have an example to do that, but like have strong examples of somebody using it in the classroom. I think that could be could be pretty valuable. Obviously still saying that it's made for remote teams, but then also like try to work out the, the um, similarities between, I don't know, maybe remote classes or courses and remote teams just building products or something. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's. You could almost
0: have two different use cases for both of those, and almost have like a little landing, like a little page for each one that shows. Oh, this is an example how you could use this, and just kind of makes it clear. Yeah, just like yeah, I like that idea.
1: So not just not just trying to focus on one group, but trying to you know, (laughs) as Justin Jackson uh, framed it, basically taking a big cup to the big river (laughs) instead of just the small cup. And I tried to go broad in the beginning. Yeah, and
0: actually, I just listened to a podcast episode where Justin was talking about this idea, um, because they've been thinking about this with Transistor, um, and he was talking about how like they were originally kind of feeling like they needed a niche, like that he needed a niche down for Transistor, and apparently i i I think it does differ within different business you know ideas and situations but for them it's he said that it's basically worked out to where they don't really have to niche down to you know just entrepreneurs or bootstrappers or whatever they can they can just say hey this is a thing that does podcast hosting and it does it in a good way there's great support and um there's basically other things um and then They've had a very wide variety of yeah. people using that, is what mm-hmm. he said. So that was really interesting because it's it is kind of a little different from what I've heard from different uh, startup ecosystems and stuff.
1: Yeah, most people just say that you should focus on your target customer group, basically, and that's just one group they are talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I don't know. Like for play group, you could just say it's a remote communications or or tool for remote teams or remote communications. And then just try to mm-hmm. grab grab more than just this one group, and maybe yeah. I don't know. It could even play out that it's perfectly suitable for teaching and not so much for remote work. Um, and then you just try yeah. focusing on that later on. I don't know. That's just
0: yeah. Well, well, that's the great thing about you know just having a product that you, like that you have and just trying it. Like time will help here. Where yeah, yeah maybe you just shoot for both of them now and over three to six months you're gonna learn like oh these people really like it these people don't or you know vice versa and then you can reevaluate how you want to sell it and sell it in a better way or spell it sell it maybe in a more specific way but like yeah time will help definitely help here yeah so I, i'm kind of deciding
1: or did decide that i want to keep it broad with a landing page and then have those basically single pages for comparison to slack or how to to use it as a teacher or maybe even for community building
0: Hmm. Um,
1: yeah, yeah okay. I, th- I think apart from that this week um i also did ship the new editor you saw it actually i think that was yeah that was that cool. happened last week right <laughs>
0: um yeah
1: it was kind of notiony like yeah it's got those blocks now it looks very modern and i think it feels pretty good to use as well um yeah with that i actually implemented attachments so that you can just upload files for others to download not just as an image that will be embedded um i think that's a good good feature to have because as teams you always want to be able to uh send files and attach them to the to the stuff you're talking about
0: yeah so you you mentioned something about lambda school that they were looking you're talking with them or something
1: yeah but that's pretty like pretty inofficial though like that's not i just know somebody who works there and i kind of want to have their opinion on it that would be okay. just i'd be just be very glad if that works out so just try to get one of them who who manages multiple courses there to look at it and just get some input from them like that would be super helpful when trying oh, to yeah. trying to especially trying to build this page for teaching i think that will be very valuable yeah. to get that input but yeah i'll have to see yeah, if that works out. Nice. i'm kind of all kind of kind of still waiting to to squash some more bugs before <laughs> before showing it to to those yeah. people
0: <laughs> nice so you're yeah you're squashing some bugs right now do you have other uh goals that you're kind of working on i guess it, is it
1: those landing pages yeah, mainly those are uh, trying to get the content for that straightened out, which I'm actually I'm feeling like it's taking too long, but that's probably also because actual development work goes very easy. And then writing, <laughs> like having having some good copywriting is pretty hard for me. So it feels yeah. like I'm, I'm not really making any progress, even though I have like two and a half of those pages done. Yeah, it just feels like I'm very slow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hard i'm not good at that either grammar english well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also
1: I, th- I especially i think that it's important to like try to tell the people what your product is good at but it's really just so hard to describe without like trying to sell a car you know like or sounding like you're trying to sell something
0: yeah yeah
1: uh, yeah that's just hard
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like it takes practice to get good at that yeah I'm just
1: glad I can iterate on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can iterate, you can get feedback from people. And there's so many communities now, you know, like indie hackers, um, and others where it's like you just throw it up and be like, Hey, what do you guys think? And then get a lot of good feedback and you know, not necessarily people that are even going to have to buy it or use it, but they still might have some good thoughts on the landing pages and yeah. the copying and stuff. Well, I
1: think uh I think that's everything I did this week. Maybe apart from your lowlights, nice. there's some more on your side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um to be honest, there's been a lot of lowlights in the side project sphere Ouch. for me. I <laughs> Well, I'm just I guess I guess I'm kind of struggling right now. Um <clears throat> basically in just finding direction in what I want to do. Because I've talked to a couple more people over the last two weeks, um, had some good conversations and, you know, really trying to just learn about the problems here within um, feedback and uh, decisions and roadmaps for businesses. And I've really, I feel like, just gotten more confused from (laughs) talking to all these people than anything. Like, I was, you know, you're hoping to find something, like, some kind of pattern or something's like, oh, a lot of people are struggling with this or this is a big problem that everyone struggles with. Yeah, yeah. And I guess what i found is basically that everyone handles uh, decision-making and feedback, like, differently within mm-hmm. their business. And there's so many different stages of a business that, you know, people handle it differently in different stages. And, I mean, it makes sense, um, but basically it's a pretty – kind of, like, complex problem. Yeah. Um, And so, like, basically, I just don't see a good spot for me to fit into that with some solution. And, I mean, I've been, so I've been doing a lot of research as well as I do customer feedback. So I've been looking at a lot of tools out there, looking at, like, different competitors and stuff. And there's different ones that I like. Um, But there's actually just so many different, tool like it's it's basically i'm finding it's it's also very crowded like there's so many different like little widgets that help you get feedback (laughs) and help you prioritize feedback and then you know it kind of blends into your product management software like there's so many of those that you know they're trying to help you prioritize basically your tasks that are based on feedback and so yeah there's there's just a lot out there and and actually i was talking to matt um from out of beta podcast about this and yeah. we didn't get to talk very long but he really did hit on some of these things i was kind of like running into um and that was kind of one of the things that he said is that like basically it's just really crowded uh-huh. um and like yeah it's like you it's like do you want to have an opinionated solution where it's kind of forcing an opinion about how to make these decisions onto the users or do you want it to be like a tool where it's just more generic where it's just, you know, it's just a tool where it's a form or it's, it's something where it just helps you get feedback and it's not kind of pushing any ideas about how to use that feedback. And that's where it's definitely really crowded. Yeah. Um, And then the problem with the problem with opinionated stuff is automatically you're kind of really niching down to like, they have to like agree with your your approach and how you yeah. do that and like everyone does it a different way so that's that's what i'm kind of running into being confused about and so i'm just not sure basically and and i'm actually i've kind of i feel like in some ways i've hit a wall with it a little bit with this kind of idea space um and so i'm i'm even like looking I think actually I think this is fine. Like I'm basically looking into completely other ideas, like maybe um, ideas for different sol- different um, problems, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to see, and actually I think what I'm experiencing is probably a problem that a lot of entrepreneurs face early on. Um, you know, kind of like the problems of like i don't have something i guess that i at least feel that like i really care about where like this is a problem that i see that like i need to go fix this right now kind of thing it's more like i'm i'm searching for it Mm. and i guess in some ways i don't like that feeling of like i have to go out and find this idea (laughs) go find this thing um i'd rather that just kind of like run into me if you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i get Um, it but i feel like a lot of people are in that spot where they're just not really sure what they want to do they're not sure how to make something that's new and meaningful and solve something well um so yeah i'm basically i'm a little bit lost <laughs> in that <laughs> so that's not a great feeling i don't like that feeling yeah. i like to have i mean everyone likes to have direction or you know kind of <laughs> have an idea where they want to go with things Um, I think the other thing that's hard for at least me, like my personality is, is basically I'm very laid back and like, I'm kind of easygoing. where I can. And I think in a lot of ways I I like, I I think this is a good thing. Like I I can enjoy life in a lot of ways without (laughs) like feeling like I, I, basically I don't notice problems is basically what it goes down to. It's like, I, I kind of just. easygoing so like things don't bother me that much so then i don't see problems very well because i'm just kind of life is great life is fine and (laughs) the problem with that is then i don't see problems to then go fix for other people yeah Um, so you have a very high pain tolerance basically (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) um so basically uh, yeah i don't think i'm an an idea guy like i i think once i have an idea and like i'm and passion about or like you know, interested in doing it, like, I think I can start with that and find good ways to move forward, to get feedback, to move forward on that idea, build it, hopefully execute. But I think I'm, I really do think I struggle with the idea of just like the idea phase of just coming up with something that makes sense, finding a job to be done. And so, yep, that's basically my story right now. Well, that makes, (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Uh, first of all,
1: um, I also think think that it's uh, totally alright to like look left and right if you're not super sure that you're going in the right direction right now. I right. mean, it's so early still, and you're still just trying to figure out if if there is actually if if there is an actual problem. And yeah, well, it's kind of obvious that the answer could be no to that. Um, so I think that's totally alright to just like try and find other problems to solve. Um, yeah and because you just said it so so directly you just said that you might not be the idea guy have you considered like looking for a (laughs) co-founder
0: yeah i have thought about that um yeah so that's like a hard place for me like it's like basically yeah i don't think i'm the idea guy but i do want to kind of in some ways, be controller, and that's kind of you know what a lot of bootstrappers want. Like I, I want to kind of yeah. make the journey the way I, I want to, and the pace that I want to, and like I feel like I have opinions on that, um, and and that I think is just it's it might be hard to do that with a co-founder, um, and I think, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely been a little bit more open to it, um, recently. So yeah, I'm, I'm I think I'll think about that more and and really it, it probably does depend on like how things like you know if you find or if i find something that i think is a good idea that i probably care about as well and like you know it's there's so many things that have to fit i think to find a that a good co-founder yeah. to work with
1: yeah that's true that's not so. easy <laughs> um at the same time yeah. coming back to what you said earlier that there seems to be like you have to th- those two options like going be very opinionated um maybe and that's just me guessing it could also be that you what you need to find in that in that very area or that that broad topic might be just a certain subset of companies like something to focus on like maybe there is some kind of correlation of how small teams up to let's say 25 people um try to gather feedback and you just have not i mean that's an, probably an option that you just have not talk to as many people like that you don't that
0: could be true so
1: so you don't see any similarities because you might be lacking the 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 pure amount of of companies but that's just a guess i think
0: (laughs) well yeah so let me go more specific into like a solution i've been looking at um which i have tried to stay away from just because like i want to stay open to solutions yeah but i think it will help in the listeners being able to see like what I'm kind of looking at. So basically, the kind of the solution that I kind of was starting to go towards from the people I'm talking to is a feedback tool that it might even be a part of like intercom or one of those messengers where users that are needing support, maybe they're they're questioning, they're they're asking for support, but then at the same time they can give some feedback, mm-hmm. and so. Um, And there's lots of tools out there like this. And so that's not really a new part, basically just a button within intercom or something like that, that they can give feedback. The more important part of what I wanted to build would be the part afterwards that then you have all these different lists of feedback. And now the company needs to prioritize them into how do we make decisions? Like, how do we kind of roadmap this? What do we do next? What's important to our users? Things like that. And so kind of the idea was to use data on the users and the company's um, priorities, like what they care about, to prioritize that feedback. And so it'd be kind of like a dashboard on the back end that say it takes um, in user data about like how much they use your app, um, how much they, what, what, um, if it's like a SaaS tool, what they're paying, like yeah. you can know which which users are paying the most. You can know maybe which users have the biggest teams um, and just like different um, data on the users, mm-hmm. which would then allow you to kind of as a business say, these users are the, are kind of our target users. These are the ones that we care most about. So we're going to prioritize their feedback higher. Um, and so it'd use that data Which the the companies would have a way to say like within the tool, like this is what I care about. These are the data points that I wanna, I wanna care, like like look at these users' um, feedback the most, and then prioritize it that way. So that was kind of more specifically a solution I was looking at. Um, But then the pro, so basically I was asking questions to understand. You know, how would something, if I took that solution, put it into these guys, these companies problems I've talked to, Mm -hmm. what would that look like? And basically, it it just didn't seem like there was a big need. So like a lot of the time when companies are making, you know, product uh, decisions about where they're going to take the company direction and stuff is like really early on. Mm hmm. Typically, you know, it's usually just the founding team and they're making decisions about what their their product's going to be. Well, that early on, usually they, you know, you don't have that many customers. And so yeah. prioritizing feedback really isn't hard at that point. Like if you can just get a couple, if you can just get the feedback, you're happy <laughs> and you're probably not going to have a problem filtering it and prioritizing it. Um, and you can keep it, you can usually keep it all in your mind as an entrepreneur at that point that you can just make decisions, you know? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um Where I've talked to some people that work at companies that are a little later on, and kind of the surprising thing that I heard was that they don't really care too much about customer feedback, and they don't really look at it that much. Like, mostly what they are just trying to do is... Almost like they're just comparing their products to others out there and just like (laughs) trying to get with parity to other products like that. That's almost like what most of the companies in the world are doing. (laughs) Like they're just trying to like, oh, they're oh, this other company did that cool thing. Okay, we should probably make make ours better. Basically, most companies are not innovating like they're kind of like staying with their core product features and then just trying to make those better optimize those make them faster whatever yeah and those and typically those core features came back from when it was a startup that had a couple founders that figured all this stuff out early on yeah that makes and kind of makes sense yeah so it's just i again i there could be something there like you're saying like a, a there there could be some perfect companies that they're still building on new features and listening to a lot of feedback from customers and they're at the same time far enough along that they get a lot of feedback and they, but I just, it just seems to me like that would be a fall, a small sliver. And like, I don't know how I would find Mm, those companies really. Like I haven't even found one yet from the different people I've talked to. And so that's that's what's kind of made me feel like i'm hitting a wall in some ways and wanted to look a little bit to some other ideas possibly yeah that makes sense so
1: if you take a step back you still could look inside the realm of helping other businesses or entrepreneurs right like maybe ditch the feedback part but try to think in the same space
0: yeah yeah i think so um like i'm kind of looking at Maybe more so, like tools that are helping. okay, and so this this is kind of making uh, so Justin tweeted about um, something that I thought was kind of interesting um, the other day. Let me see if I can pull that up. <clears throat> um, we'll link this tweet in the show notes, but Justin said, almost everyone orders the entree. Some folks order appetizers. A few will order dessert. If you're building a product, I think it's best to make the entree and he has more tweets after this in a different, like in the storm, yeah, tweet yeah. storm. But um, basically the idea that like build something, you know, that are a kind of a core to businesses. And so that kind of was making me think like, I think something that fits in that is really kind of like developer tools yeah. that actually help entrepreneurs build their products. So, you know, different developer APIs, I was, I've been thinking that I've actually been looking into the no code movement a little bit, doing some research there. Like Mm -hmm. basically, are there some entrees in the no code (laughs) space where they need this to build their product? And it's like, well, yeah, if it's a main part of how they're going to build their product, even, you know, a solo entrepreneur would pay for something. Um, I think that is kind of interesting, but at the same time, I, I agree with Justin on the entree thing, but there's obviously a like i think there's there has to be a place for other businesses too like side businesses or businesses that maybe just have a little bit of a solution that a company uses but those companies are big enough that they need that solution a lot and it might not be an entree but it's it's still important yeah, um, yeah. and and then it's hard to know cuz i think all entrees are basically there's competition yeah there's probably already some somebody (laughs) leading the market right (laughs) yeah and so then that that just makes me think about well what if i did do a tool that's like it's nothing new it's just maybe doing it in a tiny bit different way maybe it's even just the marketing of it is different yeah um but it's it's a it's a tool that i know people need because it's out there it's an entree and yeah so i'm thinking about those ideas too um yeah i'm still just kind of looking and researching and
1: it's kind of funny that you say that because that's exactly the feeling i have with playgroup right now (laughs) like there is there are some people solving the problem already but i have slightly different takes on some of the stuff so yeah Hmm. that's interesting also i have to say coming back to the metaphor (laughs) um i think that yeah you should probably build the entree because that's where most of the money is but that's true but what people really like is dessert right <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you might also like it might be possible to just aim
0: for that <laughs> well yeah i think that's i mean and that's where i think innovation really comes in like that's what startups you know in silicon valley are trying to do that are raising tons of money they're trying to build yeah. the dessert like they're trying to build the new thing that's not on the block yet but it yeah, we, And we didn't even know we needed it. But then all of a sudden, like, oh, I really like that dessert. We all need <laughs> it. Let's all go get it. It's the new Facebook. It's the new, you know, uh, yeah. So, like, I think, I do think maybe that uh, opinion that Justin has is maybe more so for bootstrappers, possibly. The the entree. Because, um, yeah, the And I guess that's it. Goes back to the idea of can you take a little bit of that that uh, that river with your cup, (laughs) and if it's a big entree, maybe you can. um, Maybe a chance, but you are going to have competition.
1: Yeah, I get that.
0: At the same time,
1: I have to say that I can, I can actually think of a couple of desserts that (laughs) that also (laughs) worked out pretty well. Like if you if you look at buffer, for example. That's probably not the not the entree. The entree is Twitter and so on, and they yeah basically built something complementary for that, and that just works for them. at At the same time, I uh, in my day job I use this one plugin on on almost every WordPress page, which is called uh, Advanced Custom Fields, and it's not the entree. Okay. That's that's WordPress itself, obviously, but it's very useful, and I think it sh- it should almost be <laughs> almost be in WordPress core, I guess because it's so dang useful yeah. um and i think yeah, they um, they also generate some money with that yeah
0: yeah i think yeah the more we think about it like i think there's basically opportunities in both like there's opportunity in desserts and entrees <laughs> maybe even in appetizers <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like where you can find an opportunity like yeah maybe are entrees maybe are desserts i think there's opportunities in both and that's where in a lot of ways why entrepreneurship is so hard, I think is because there's no one solution fits all it's there's, there's so many ways that businesses come about and that they find uh success in whatever they're doing. And yeah, it's, it's hard. You just kind of have to keep at it. And, um, and so in some ways, <laughs> going back to the idea thing, that that's hard for me to think about something is in some ways it's like you almost need to choose something that you care about more so like, you know, something you care about, something you, that you know you're going to enjoy building yeah, over an opportunity because if you just keep working at it, maybe something will come about. Um, it, well, I mean, it has to be both, right? Like it has, to, there has to be an opportunity there. There has to be something that a problem that needs to be solved. And then, you know, you have to enjoy it and stuff. So, there's a lot of different filters to put on it and it's just which one you prioritize higher. How do you look at things first? So yeah, obviously you can tell just by hearing what I'm talking through that I'm (laughs) kind of not necessarily have a straightforward way of how to do this myself. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but I mean, there is no pressure on you right now. So you don't have
0: to like come up with a solution next week, I guess. Well, I think Product Journey fans want me to figure out what I'm doing, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) No, you got it. We we're rooting for you. We want you to find that thing. (laughs) But yeah, I guess I shouldn't rush myself. So, (sighs) I guess you'll find something. (laughs) Yep. Well, maybe we should end it there, or or else uh, I'm just gonna keep on rambling about what I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but listeners um we would definitely like your feedback that would be helpful to us just tweet at us at PJourneyPod on twitter let us know what you think about the podcast um or if you have any ideas of some of topics you'd like us to talk t- about or maybe you have a question about your own business or something you're doing um we could chat about that and and share our thoughts on something um so that would be really cool to get your guys feedback just so we can have a better idea how the podcast is going that'd be helpful (laughs) to us um but in that i think that is it that's it Um, see you next week you can see the show notes yep talk to you later